the game is over. The New York Jets are the world champions. You play to win the game. He's got it. That's a Jet touchdown. Can't wait. You're listening to the official New York Jets podcast, a Jets 360 production. All right, EA, we are upping the volume last week. I promised you that we'd be back this week and the next week and the next week and the next week. Well, we're kicking it up a notch as the draft is looming. It is near. We're going to devote the next couple episodes to individual prospects. And this episode itself, EA, is going to be devoted to someone that many pundits believe is going to be the number one pick on April 26th down in Arlington, Texas, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, two-year starter at USC, a 64.9% passer at 57 touchdowns and 22 interceptions. Most famously of late, Sam Darnold worked out in the rain at his pro day, and then he also cut one of his pre-draft visits short, I believe, in Cleveland to go back and help his running back, Ronald Jones, out. Went back to Southern California and threw to him. He's a guy, Greens, that people talk about his intangibles, a leader. He was a multi-sport guy who actually played linebacker in high school. Also a very good basketball player. Went to USC, wasn't guaranteed anything. But USC gave him a shot, he worked his way up the depth chart, and he became the man. And the one thing that a lot of people are saying about Darnold is he's big, and he can improvise, he can throw well on the run, and like I said, a leader. He, you can tell his athletic background. He also played basketball in high school. And real quick, we're going to be joined by Sam Farmer of the Los Angeles Times later on in the show. He's going to dissect... Darnold for us, as well as a different episode, UCLA's Josh Rosen. But this is the Sam Darnold episode on the Official Jets podcast. So we're going to keep things USC here. And you mentioned Darnold's athletic ability. And you can see it when he's not only navigating the pocket, you know, making guys miss from a footwork perspective. And then, you know, he tucks it and runs here and there. He's very athletic, and like you said, he throws on the run well. And if you watched, he really came onto the scene, at least for me, I think, for a lot of fans that follow college football on a broader level than in-depth people such as yourself was the Rose Bowl against Penn State. Against Penn State. Yeah, you know, when you look at his numbers, Greens, his numbers were more favorable, actually, in 2016 than they were in 2017. Mm -hmm. One of the issues that he's going to have to talk about during his pre-draft visits was the turnovers also he had a propensity maybe at times for not securing that football with his hands back there in the pocket and fumbles were an issue and that's something I know he's working very hard on this offseason because he's not uh, only working out with himself he's working out with fellow top prospect Josh Allen as both of those guys are getting tutelage under former pro quarterback Jordan Palmer. Who is the brother of former USC quarterback Carson Palmer. Yep. And, you know, I think it's funny that a lot of people mention Sam Darnold's hand size as a concern because he has a 9 and 3 eighths inch hand. But he was slinging it in the rain at his pro day. And you talked about it. It was almost kind of like a movie moment where whoever runs the USC pro day said, hey, Sam, do you want to push up your throwing time? Because he was slated for the end of the pro day. Then he said, no, no, I want to wait. I'll, you know, let it, let it rain. And then he absolutely 
dominated out there from many reports that you read that if you saw, it looked like he had a, a great day out there in the rain in a long sleeve shirt and a, and a baseball cap. And to me, a lot of people think that that really cemented himself as the number one overall pick, but Hugh Jackson and John Dorsey of the Cleveland Browns said this is still an open, well, and open they're going to bring all the guys in. Yeah. yeah, and when you look at the Jets over the last 10 draft picks, you see defense everywhere. you got to go all the way back to Mike Tannenbaum, former Jets GM, who's now the football architect down in Miami, moved up in order to secure another USC yeah. signal caller, Mark Sanchez. Darnold could be off the board by the time the Jets select, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of smoke this time of year, so maybe the green and white go on the clock, and Darnold might be there still. I'm curious to see what Sam Farmer thinks. He has him as number one in his mock draft, too. Sam, let's talk about a guy that many believe will be the number one overall pick in a couple weeks here in USC's Sam Darnold. And you have him in your mock draft going number one overall to the Cleveland Browns. So from your time covering him, from watching him, what makes Sam Darnold unique and what makes him the number one overall pick in your eyes? You know, I don't know that he is unique, but he's, he's compelling and he's got some really attractive qualities. And, and one is he's a winner. And, you know, he is a guy that has the charisma that you look for to sort of rally a team. He has a turnover issues. Um, I think in the past two years, don't quote me, but I think you're quoting me, it's uh, something on the order of 19 to 20 fumbles um, in the past two years. I think he might have had 11 this last season, mm-hmm. uh, second in the nation. Uh, so turnovers are an issue. Um, he had He's had to explain that uh, to a lot of teams. And you know, Jordan Palmer, who's been working with him, Carson Palmer's brother, who says that, you know, Sam, from the moment he met him at like age 14, was a dead ringer for Carson at that age. Wow. Uh, probably uh, not quite the arm, but more athletic than Carson was at that age. He's got the prototypical size. He's a big, strong guy with a good arm and a really good head on his shoulders. And... You know, I, I, I can see him being uh, really attractive at the top of the draft. At his pro day, it was uh, I was in with Brian Costello, in fact. Uh, we were sharing an umbrella there at the pro day because it was really pouring. In fact, Troy Aikman even came out to pro day. He hadn't been to USC's campus uh, since 1987. That's interesting, but i got to interrupt you real quick because I was listening to you or reading, in fact, you, Sam Farmer, from the L.A. Times, and you said the only time ever that a UCLA and USC uh, quarterback uh, were selected in the same draft, it was the draft with Aikman and Rodney Pete. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, um, it's really weird when you think of the number of great players who have come out of that School, including number one overall picks at quarterback from both schools in Troy Aikman and, and uh, Carson Palmer, the fact that you never had a Trojan and a Bruin quarterback selected in the same draft, but for that one year, 
And that year, like Rodney Pete went in the sixth round, I think. So uh, you had the number one overall pick and a sixth rounder, so a guy who, you know, was selected fairly late. And now you could potentially have two top five or top three players uh, from that school. So it's a, it's a, the spotlight is definitely shining on Southern California. <laughs> Did Aikman like what he saw out of? Sam Darnold. I know you wrote about Darnold. You said basically that, hey, this is very interesting. Like you mentioned, it doesn't rain too much in Southern California. Unfortunately, we've gotten a lot of precipitation here in New York and New Jersey here this (laughs) winter that is extending. It it appears till May for us, but uh, enough about the weather. The rain came down from the heavens, and Sam Darnold said, hey, okay, I don't mind this at all. And, and by all accounts, he had a good day. And everybody talks about his work ethic, his coachability, him being cool in the clutch, and also having those leadership intangibles. A guy who played linebacker in high school who uh, was just a two-year starter at USC and now could be the number one overall player in this draft. Yeah, and I think Troy was impressed. In fact, Troy said, you know, if it had rained on my pro day, I probably wouldn't have been the number one overall pick because I just couldn't throw in the rain. And uh, he said, I always had problems uh, gripping the ball, but Sam obviously didn't. Now, Troy had a different kind of pro day back then. He just worked out for the Cowboys. Mm. But, you know, one of the things that Jordan Palmer has worked with Sam Darnold is gripping the ball with your left hand. In fact, he did a lot of the stuff only with his left hand not at the pro day, but in working up to the pro day, just to remind yourself to keep two hands on the football and really grip it. And if you look at some of the, the pictures, he is uh, very making clearly a concerted effort to keep his left hand on the football. A couple of years ago when the Rams made Jared Goff the number one overall pick and made that huge from number 15 to number one to get him, uh, they sent a contingent after Goff's pro day up to Cal to work him out. And if you remember, the big question about Goff, one of the big questions was hand size yep. and his ability to hold on to the football. And it rained that day at Cal, and Goff said, uh, they said, well, you don't have to postpone the workout. And Stan Kroenke was there, Kevin Demoff, Les Snead, uh, Jeff Fisher, uh, the coach at the time, and he said, no, I, I definitely want to work out in the rain. And so that was sort of a seminal moment when the Rams talk about golf and when they sort of fell in love with him was that. And as, you know, Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Browns, is sitting in the stands in a raincoat with Sam Darnold's parents, I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> They're going to fall in love with this guy in the rain. You know, people take notice of that, and that sticks with people. Sam, you've been covering a lot of NFL drafts. Do you envision any scenario where Darnold gets to three? Um, I don't know that it'd be unlikely at all. Okay. This is a season of, this is a season of lying. <laughs> uh, so, you know, a season of, you think there's, a, you know, misdirection and, and deception that goes on on the field. It's in hyper mode now, so... Teams are going to send out all kinds of signals. I, I sat at Hugh Jackson's table at the coach's breakfast, and he was raving about Baker Mayfield. And, you know, my takeaway from that, instantly I go to, he's trying to lure somebody up to take that four pick oh. and uh, and scare people into thinking 
Baker's going to be gone, and so you better trade into that spot. I mean, in my latest mock draft, as you saw, I have quarterbacks going one, two, three, four. I have Buffalo trading into the two spot and taking Josh Allen, Jets at three, and then Arizona trading up from, I think, 12 to four and taking Baker Mayfield. So I don't think we know if Josh yep. Allen's going to be the number one pick or Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen because people throw curveballs all the time this time of year and, and so many ulterior motives. The last one for me, uh, because uh, Sam Farmer from the L.A. Times is not throwing us any curveballs. He's uh, coming at us with some heat here. In terms of Sam Darnold, though, just 20 when he starts taking snaps in training camp, I think will finally turn 21 or once the season commences next year. Do you think teams are really going to like his upside, considering you can make an argument and say, hey, listen, his numbers were better when he started as a sophomore as compared to his junior year, and you mentioned his turnovers, the propensity for turnovers last season. But do you think teams are going to love that upside? Is that Here's a guy who has those leadership intangibles. He's a good thrower of the football, but what people really love, Sam, and you know that the league has changed so much over the years, is this is a guy who can improvise, and he's very accurate throwing a football on the run. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Those are all his strengths. I think that you can, beauty is in the eye of the beholder with these guys. And you can look at a guy at 20 years old, like Jared Goff was when the Rams took him, and say, look at the upside, look at the potential. And you can look at the photo negative of that and say, hey, look, it's a young kid. I mean, 20 years old, we're giving him all this money and all this responsibility. Are you? I remember how I was at 20, and I was a lot different at 23. So, again, it's in the eye of the beholder and sort of what you convince yourself of. But talking to Sam Darnold, being around Sam Darnold, I think that uh, you don't get the impression that this is a young guy or that this is a naive or immature guy. In fact, you get the opposite impression, like, wow, he's only 20 years old. <laughs> Seems like I'm walking to a 25-year-old yeah. or older. Uh, you know, I wish I were that mature at age 20. I think that that will weigh in his favor, much like golf, where they say, look at the miles of road out in front of them and the endless possibilities, and not, oh, geez, we're taking on this headache. Um, who's not even legally old enough to drink, but he's uh, done X, Y, and Z. So I, I, I think Sam Darnold, for Sam Darnold, it's a positive. For other players, it might be a negative. All right, you got to follow him at L.A. Times Farmer. He's Sam Farmer, and he's covered the National Football League for more than 20 years, even when L.A. didn't have a team <laughs> or two teams, as they do now. Things are heating up there. Uh, we enjoyed it so much, Sam, and we'll be following you and uh, be looking forward to that next mock draft if you keep Josh Rosen there with the Jets. Great stuff from Sam Farmer there, Greens. Uh, the one thing that stands out to me after talking to Sam right now is that he's been covering a lot of NFL drafts, and he knows this time of year is not necessarily league circles known for April showers, it's known for April smoke. There's a lot April of smoke. There's a lot of I was wondering where you're going to go with there that. There is a lot of smoke out there right now in league circles because rightfully so, teams do not want to reveal their playbook. 
Right, and like Sam Farmer mentioned is that Hugh Jackson's there at the owners' meetings talking about Baker Mayfield, and his first thought was that maybe that's baiting someone to trade up to number four. And, you know, I'm always curious, like, how much of it, you never know. And and that's, what, to me, what I think the beauty of the NFL draft is because I don't think anyone predicted the Bears to trade up one spot for Mitchell Trubisky right after they signed Mike Lennon. No one pegged the Kansas City Chiefs to jump up 17 spots to get Patrick Mahomes, who's going to be their starting quarterback this year. So that I think it's a tremendous time a year. Obviously. As we sit here in the studio, I have to say that Sam Darnold is 20 years old. Yeah, that that's is the other a thing. baby. Okay, wait, so I, he's got a lot of – listen, he did a lot of good things in a small sample size at USC. You would have to think that – He's got a lot of potential. The, the The question I have, and Chad Pennington mentioned this yeah. in Orlando, Florida, he made a fascinating comparison to Alex Smith when he came out of school, meaning that, hey, Alex Smith came out of Utah say at a young age, and maybe he wasn't ready to take the keys right away, maybe mm-hmm. to sit back and absorb a lot of things. How quickly will Darnold be playing? We don't know. Where is he going to go first? I got a good question for you. Okay. You said Sam Darnold's 20 years old. Yeah. If you could buy him one six-pack for his 21st birthday, what would it be and why? Well, a six-pack? Like, yeah. I, I, well, if you could buy him one beer, any I, beer in the world. I, I would probably get him. Well, Dogfish Head, if they want to sponsor this uh, official Jets podcast, listen, we are open for business. I would give him a <laughs> Dogfish Head 60-minute, but I just have Sam have one beer, and just after maybe he celebrates himself. So you could keep the other five? Yeah, I'll definitely keep the other five. But but real quick, is that because you said Dogfish Head because that's your favorite beer or because you think that's something Sam Darnold would like? I think it's a tremendous uh, adult beverage. It's smooth. It's not too powerful, but it has nice hops. And uh, this sounds for, like Sam Darnold for folks on the West Coast. <laughs> I think they would appreciate something like that. And Darnold is a West Coast guy. L- last last beer question is: Have you ever had Co- Kona Brewing Company? Because that is big in in the West Coast. A lot of my friends from school like it, who are California natives. No, I have not had Kona. All right, back to football now. And Sam Darnold on the official Jets podcast. Ethan Greenberg and Eric Allen again. Multiple episodes here breaking down the top prospects in the 2018 NFL draft. I wonder what scouts think of Darnold when you think of him in terms of the mechanics and the release. Because a lot of people have criticized him a little bit. For, right, because he has uh, a little hitch in it. Uh, yeah, a little hitch, a little wind-up. So that'd be interesting to see uh, in these final weeks as uh, the various organizations throughout the National Football League are putting their big boards together, what they think of that. Mm-hmm. And when they bring in Darnold... If he joins their club, are they going to try to change that? Or is that who he is and that's the way he throws football? Whenever you hear Sam Darnold speak in an interview setting, he's very calm. He's very cool and collected. And I was watching an interview with one of his former – or I was listening to an interview, excuse me, with one of his coaches – and they said, hey, is that what Sam's like off the field? And said, what you get Sam like in an interview is exactly how he's like off the field. A fun time to him is hanging out with his buddies and just doing nothing. Well, my thing with him is he's super competitive. I know we talk about that, and, you know, a lot of folks will say, well, you're going to say that about all these uh, top guys in the 2018 draft class. Well, there's a reason they're considered top prospects, and 
I think that's an attractive quality to Darnold, and it stands out that he is a super competitor, mm -hmm. and he's going to want to get it right, and he, he's going to want to lead your franchise. So I think somebody's going to take him very early in this draft. Be fascinating to see Greens if he is on the board when the Jets are up there at number three overall. Or does Cleveland take him? And if Cleveland doesn't take him, would the Crosstown Giants be interested in it, Sam Darnold? We don't know that right now. There are a lot of dominoes that will fall on draft night. That right now is all speculation. And again, that's the beauty of what EA called April Smoke. There you have it. Sam Darnold on the official Jets podcast.